Hey, so I'm just going to do a quick follow-up recording after um, after a comment or question came from Michelle relating to my last post about how I sell or how to sell advisory retainers. And in that, I was basically breaking down the, the several components, everything from access and unlimited access and strategy and transformation and all that stuff. And Michelle had a great question that I think is just easier to explain in audio, as you'll see the common trend of this group is. Um, so what she asked is, so how do you price the extra implementation work? I get into trouble. I, I, I get into trouble. I get into trouble um, because I end up doing a lot of the work, and then in the long run, the advisory and strategy are where I make the most money. Um, I think it's harder. F- I think it's harder with brand than simply marketing alone. I usually do brand and marketing audit, and then build the workshops for brand development, and then move into the CMO role from there. It usually leaves me feeling confused about what to focus on first uh, or together. Thoughts about that? So I think what you mean by brand is probably the value proposition. Like I think it might be a combination of design, which is I know your core competency, and uh, and then maybe some of those brand elements, like how you message and communicate and position yourself. Although I'm not 100% sure, but I think I'm going to assume that that's that. And then the marketing side is like, okay, how, now you have this brand identity, this this front-facing kind of image as well as messaging that you're going to take to the world. How am I going to then you know you know take it to marketing? And, and I think that's when you switch to the kind of fractional CMO role. So when you say, um, how do I price the extra implementation work? What I do typically is I would productize the strategy and I would then separately productize the, the ongoing kind of CMO style work. And I would outsource the implementation work that, that becomes extra. So in my particular case, uh, like I, I only do kind of one long strategic process, which includes an upfront kind of uh, advisory process where we figure out, or strategy process where we figure out who you know who you are and everything else, and kind of like your brand identity stuff. But then when it comes to design, when it comes to writing, when it comes to everything other than say core messaging, which is one of the things I help with, um, I will then outsource it. But I'll I'll bring in specialists who are expert at that one particular thing, and then I will let them do the implementation work at cost. So what you could do is one of two things, potentially. You could package up this initial engagement where you could do, okay, so we onboard and I help you do kind of like a brand deep dive and overhaul and we make sure we get your messaging right and your creative right and I'll even do some of that for you and this is just like part of doing business with me and it costs, you know, 15 grand or whatever the number is that you feel comfortable with. Uh, But here's exactly what you get. Here's the fixed scope and then anything outside of that, um, uh, we can we, we can tackle later, or we can you know I can give you a price for it, or or whatever. Then you have the choice as a CMO, um, and this is where it gets this is where I, this is how I would do it. But you know, as a CMO, you might say, okay, now I'm your CMO, or even if like I only do this productized onboarding because I I believe it to be complete and true. And if you bring up an, a suggestion, I can throw it in because it's priced in such a way that there's some flexibility. It's not a big deal, uh, and then maybe that becomes part of that productized onboarding branding process that you do, the workshop and and audit and everything else. And then in terms of the CMO portion, then you become an advisor, right? And if they have more ongoing design or implementation needs, you should have an implementer on call ready to implement for a lower lower, lower cost because they're really just following directions and following the stuff that you've created. And they're just creating new offsprings and you know, other versions of different things, maybe like a business card or even brochures or what have you. 
but you don't make money on that. You only make money in this upfront big strategy piece, which is a great lead gen tool for clients that want to, you know, ramp up their, their efforts. And then you become an advisor and maybe, and there's really two ways you can do this. And if you were to kind of follow my model, one way is look, I'll introduce you to designers and they're, they're great. I've got, I know somebody in, you know, uh, South America or the Philippines and they work for a fraction of the cost. They're used to working with me. Uh, they can follow my guidance, my structure, my everything to a T and they'll sort of roll out these pieces for you or even in North America I'm just picking a number where you know the benefit is you, you save a bunch of money through the implementation which helps offset my initial strategy costs and my overhead as a as a marketing advisor so you you end up paying less rather than you know paying a full price paying me as a designer $100 an hour $200 whatever you're charging um, so rather than that you basically get the benefit of that with my oversight but uh, I put you in touch with these these freelancers and, and they'll do the work for you. So they're kind of like your implementers at that level. Just like any other part of your marketing program, I have someone for you to do that. So you no longer do design work yourself. Maybe you do the upfront strategy. Maybe you do the upfront brand identity, the messaging, and whatever else goes into your brand and your research or what have you. And then And then once you're in an engagement, though... You, you make your money on that engagement. You charge a rate that allows you to take your profit right off the top. Now, that's option one is to I'll introduce you to someone directly and then they're yours and, and you pay them maybe a little bit less and then my costs are basically offset if you compare it to hiring just a, you know, a, a North American freelancer at full rate or even me. The other part, and this is something I do with one particular developer that I have. So he's located in the Philippines and he's about 20-something dollars an hour. He doesn't actually take on new clients, but he'll continue to work through me. So what I end up doing is with the developer only, and and I've tried to pass him off to others, but he doesn't want to take on direct clients uh, anymore. I guess he's busy and he's very competent. Um, I will pass on those costs at, at cost. So I figure out, I just figure out what the dollar amount that I spent on my credit card when I paid him at the end of the month, and then I charge that directly to the client with a three percent markup, so I can cover my credit card fees, and that's it. And I say, hey, like I don't care, like I'm, you know, I'm not making any money on this web design, so. If it's a 30-page website as opposed to a 10-page website, I don't get paid any differently. So I think it's really crucial that in order to be a neutral advisor that you don't really make money in the implementation, you make money on the oversight and the strategy of the implementation. And that's the key difference. And yeah, sure, eventually they'll grow out of your services maybe. Uh, but really, you know, if you're good at your job, you're going to find new and creative ways to grow the business. And you know, sure, people can implement stuff, but who's leading them and who's bringing it all together? And that's what a good strategy consultant, that's what a good fractional CMO or CMO does, is like knowing where to invest these resources, being able to measure all of these results and compiling it all together and producing a business result. So uh, ideally, you're not just replaceable, but sometimes engagements wrap up and part of your value proposition, and I didn't really mention this in the video, is that, uh, you know, you you hand off these freelancers so that once you go, you go away eventually and they have this whole constructed team of specialized individuals that they can turn up or down the dials on as needed, as budgets permit and as results are, are generated. And now like they're equipped, they don't need to go out and look for new people. They don't need to work with one big agency who's going to be bloated and charge a bunch of money. I'm just in the process of helping a, another company hire a big agency for their work. Uh, and let's just say it's, it's expensive. So, you know, so that's just part of the benefits. So I hope that helps. There are other ways to do it, but I think the three parts are one, sell the strategy, two, sell the ongoing retainer as an oversight piece, uh, three, in terms of implementation, either introduce them to someone uh, directly or uh, or subcontract someone at a lower cost, at like at cost, or in theory, you could also do implementation work yourself at like a very low, uh, like a half price, but then that kind of positions you as like a low cost designer. You don't want to do that. Um, so those are kind of the main options. There's probably more to it. 
Uh, but that's where it really comes to mind. Oh yeah. The other, the third kind of X option, and, uh, maybe we can talk about this another time. I know someone they're called cultivate advisors and they're, they're an advisory company. And I think they do like basically a set number of strategy calls per month. And then there's a certain number of implementation hours that comes with their, their work. Uh, and then you can buy more hours if you want, but that still runs into this whole thing. Like to me, it's, it's not bad, but it feels a bit like a conflict of incentives when they're making money. Uh, through the advice and implementation that you do, you know, it's kind of like, like, especially when you're a marketing CMO where your job is to look over their holistic, you know, marketing program and to get business results and to keep costs down as much as you can walk ROI high. That's your goal. That's your mission. Um, you know, so to, to be selling implementation hours feels a bit, uh, nickel and dime. I'd rather just charge a good fee and maybe it includes a certain number of implementation hours, but ideally implementation is done separately. Uh, and that way you're hired for your head, your oversight. And like a lot of times, even if you outsource the implementation, it's not going to be the way you want it. So you're going to provide feedback to that person or, or through the client to say, Hey, I would do this, this, and this way. Um, so, you know, even if people, anyone can implement, but ideally everything runs through your vision, but not your hands. So I hope that kind of answers that question. Um, I'll leave it open to further question, further kind of follow-up questions if you have any, but uh, that's how I approach it. The, the sooner you get rid of the implementation work and the sooner you become a facilitator rather than an implementer and someone who oversees and strategizes and then packages up and measures the results, the, the business financial results for your clients, the sooner you see yourself that way, the, the, more, the quicker, more quickly you'll be able to sell advisory services at a profitable um, scale. So hope that helps. Uh, let me know what you thought. Thanks.